Welcome back to our podcast, Living Room Librarians, with your hosts, Emily Yates and Jenny Dry. We are so excited about today's episode. Today we will be hearing from Alice Jew, the Green Hope Orchestra Director, along with some of her students who will share pieces they've been working on. Ms. Jew earned both her bachelor and master's in music and violin performance from the University of Maryland and an MA in music education from UNC Chapel Hill. She has performed with many ensembles and string quartets and has soloed with the Raleigh and Durham Symphony Orchestras. Before joining the faculty at Green Hope, she served as orchestra director at Farmington High School in Michigan and in the Fairfax County Public Schools, and was a faculty member at the Levine School of Music in Washington, D.C. She was also a violin sectional coach for Maryland Classic Youth Orchestras and currently is on the faculty of the orchestra's Summer Strings Camp and on the board of directors of the Philharmonic Association. Welcome to the podcast, Ms. Jew. So first, we were curious about how you are navigating the current situation with remote learning. What has remote teaching and learning been like for you as a music teacher? Um, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's, it's been quite an adventure. Um, it's been very um, eye-opening for me learning to incorporate a technology into an art where it's usually very hands-on and a lot of um, playing together live. Um, but it's, it's, it's been fun to learn. And the students have been wonderful, very um, open-minded in learning this with me. Um, we, we've been, it's been a little bit challenging in that in our daily activities and routines have had to shift um, a little bit. We aren't able to really do our big ensemble sort of learning. So we've been relying more on individual work um, and smaller group settings. Um, but, you know, it, it's a learning experience for all of us. I'm just I'm just happy that my students have been very, very patient with me, too, and learning it. And we're just learning it together. Hmm. It does seem like a really good opportunity to um, have the individual practice. Um, that's one good thing I think that can come out of it. I was thinking about that, um, that communal aspect of this. Um, yeah. One of the great things about being a musician or even somebody who just loves to listen to live music is sharing that with other people, um, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, so it's really tough going without that experience in mm -hmm. class and missing those student concerts and mm -hmm. thinking about summer without live music. And I was just wondering if you have any advice for how we can stay connected um, through music during this time. Well, for me, I think it's just it's just sharing in any platform um, that you can in any way. Um, I, I, I have found that this to be a great time for um, encouraging my students to kind of experiment um, with their instrument because they are given a lot of time alone in a sense of, you know, they're, they can't go anywhere really. So it's like, well, what can I do today? Well, maybe I'll try making this kind of sound or if they have a certain piece of music or they heard a song on the radio that they want to try to say, hey, can I try to arrange it for my instrumentation, which we sort of do together in class. But now they're sort of doing it on their own. Um, but for me, it's I, I do a lot of posting of videos and performances of just a lot of array of music, um, either large ensembles or small ensembles, and trying to just keep inspiration going. And there's been a lot of um, virtual orchestras and choirs and groups and solos that have been popping up, which has been amazing for the students mm -hmm. to kind of watch and kind of 
inspire them a little bit, try to pique their interest on like, Ooh, that's interesting. How, what could I do? Maybe I should try that a little bit. And so for me, my biggest recommendation is just, just try to share it in any way. Um, if you're singing, if you're playing, if it's wrong, it's okay. You know, we're here. And that's the beauty I think of the art form is there's, there's not really any right way to share it, especially if you enjoy it. And I think in this time, especially the kids have been using it as a way to, to kind of transform them out of this reality that they're in now to someplace else where they can really express what they're feeling um, into their music. Yeah, I really, I love that sense of um, playfulness and creativity. It sounds like you're encouraging mm-hmm. with your students. I think um, I played viola through high school and college. And I think Wonderful. one of the things that I loved the most was doing like what you were talking about, like finding a piece that you really enjoy and thinking, you know, can I notate this for my instrument? How can mm-hmm. I play around with it? And I think that's something really fun that people can still be doing in this kind of different time. Uh, yeah. The last thing that we wanted to ask is if there is any advice that you want to share with your students, um, both those who will be returning to the orchestra program next year, and also for your seniors who are moving on to the next chapter in their lives. Uh, yeah, well, I want to say that um, I I have really enjoyed um, this past couple of years that I've been at Great Hope, um, really come to really know the students very well, and that they're all very passionate students. And I would love to encourage them to continue that um, in any way. And especially to my seniors, um, I will miss them because um, I won't be able to see them. But I do hope that they come back and visit to our concerts. And I know uh, quite a few of them are staying local, which is great. So I'm hoping to be able to maybe pop over to um, some concerts um, at the nearby universities. And whether or not they plan on majoring music, I hope that they continue to play and, you know, finding a school orchestra or even a community orchestra to play. Because I do find that music is a great uh, stress reliever, especially if, if you do not go into the field for something that you do during the day. And it's, it's just it's just wonderful. And it stays with you. Um, and then for those that are returning, you know, I, I cannot wait to make music with them again next year. And I hope that they will just continue to um, grow and just play around with what they know. And then when we come back together, we'll just work at it, explore more music. Ms. Ju, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really great talking to you. Thank you. I hope you guys stay safe and I hope to see you guys very soon as well. Yes, thank you. absolutely. And now we are very pleased to share with you the following musical pieces performed by students in the GHHS Orchestra. Hi, my name's Sean, and today I'll be playing a piece that brings me a lot of nostalgia, Salut d'Amour by Edward Elgar.
My name is Esther, and I will play part of the first movement of the Haydn Concerto in G Major. I chose this piece because it is light and cheery, which is something we could all use during this time. I hope this piece can bring joy and comfort to my fellow classmates and teachers. Hello everyone, my name is Mingyu and I am a sophomore violinist here at Green Hope. I started playing the violin at a pretty late age. I picked up the instrument in middle school but only began taking it seriously in high school. I think this piece symbolizes my transition from middle school to high school in terms of my musical growth because when I was younger, I would always listen to this piece and it would kind of inspire me to work harder so that one day I could create such beautiful sounds with my own instrument. Although I'm still learning and improving as a student, I wanted to play this piece to look back at my musical journey. This piece is called Meditation from Tice by Masnet, and it was actually originally composed for an opera called Tice. Thank you.
My name is Raphael, and the piece I'm going to play is the Bach Cello Suite Number no. Three, Courant. A courant is a courtship dance from the 16th century. It embodied hope for love in the ballrooms. Although we live in a different world, we still rely on hope through these hard times. For me, this piece reminds me of joy and simpler times. I hope it does for you too. everyone for sharing your work with us. We hope we can all be together soon and hear you perform again live. Those performances were incredible. And while we're on the subject of music, we'd like to recommend a musical read, James Rhodes' playlist, The Rebels and Revolutionaries of Sound. You've probably heard all these songs, even though you may not know them by name, and you're probably familiar with their famous composers, Mozart, Bach, Beethoven, Rachmaninoff, but what I think is really cool about this book slash playlist is how James Rhodes, a classical musician himself, tells us about unexpected connections between classical music and popular music today. Like, for example, how Lady Gaga sampled Bach for Bad Romance. And interesting details he shares from music history, like Mozart's fascination with bodily functions, and how one composer's heart was buried separately from his body. James Rhodes' playlist is available on Spotify, so you can listen while reading, or just listen. You might even feel compelled to put together your own playlist of music that matters to you. That's our show for today. We'd like to say a special thanks to Alice Jew and to our performers. And congratulations to Jayon, who will be graduating from Green Hope this spring. We wish you all the best. And thanks for listening. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out to us. Our contact info and lots of other resources are available on our website, 
greenhopemediacenter.weebly.com.